We're continuing with the Chavis and Talmudim. Yes, last, uh, not last week we did, um, I don't remember if we did last week or two, I think last week we did, we finished, uh, we finished the 10th parak. And in the 10th parak, the Bishesu was talking about the concept of and explaining to us that there are no Midas Ra'is Pi Yisrael. There's no such thing as a bad character trait in a Yid. Every character trait just needs to be used in the proper way, it needs to be uh, cultivated and done properly. He says, Shemidas Pi Yisrael Kadosh is saying, the Ba'atzim Kadosh, and the question just is to figure out how to be able to maneuver all of those Midas, which are natural tendencies inside of us, to be able to use them for Tayyip. He spoke at the last parak about the idea of getting our, getting our Hargeshim used to Hargeshim of Kedusha, that the Hargeshim are. Are, uh, to- are are dependent on outside things. Ahava, Yira, all of these are based on will be uh, will be influenced by outside things, and therefore, if a person's used to having Ahava and Yira for things which are chitzonis, what happens is naturally the love and the Yira inside of a person starts to become normal. That a person has Ahava and Yira for things that are outside. Pachet, all of these are midas, all these are geishim, are all things which are influenced by outside things. They're not inside. Right, it's a different, you know, it's different than Chachma, and therefore it's important that a person understands that to me this are Ba'atzim Kadesh. Every character trait that a person has could be utilized for Taiv, and a person needs to utilize them for Taiv. And a person also needs to understand how to get his how to get his emotions used to emotions of kedusha. By doing that slowly but surely, a person will then will then be able to get to that level of ahavas Hashem, yiras Hashem, dveikus to be able to use those midas which are ready inside of him to be able to utilize them and use them in the proper way. In the eleventh parak, in parak Yidalef, the Rebbe continues with one with one more uh, two three more nikudas, and there's really parak Yidbeis. And uh, it's Parakid Beis and Parakid Gimel, and then, the, and then really the Sefer is finished. Then he goes to the Tzavim Zahiras, where, where it's like a more of a uh, kitzer of everything he's spoken about in the first 13 Prakim. And then there's the, then there's the next part of the, the Sefer, which is Shleish Mamarim, a much more deeper, a deeper part of the Sefer, where he goes into three different Mamari Chasidas and explains you a little bit. Now that they got through all the Derech Havayda, he explains a little bit more the, the Tifkat Chasidas. He talks about singing and music and Shabbos and Tefillah. Very phenomenal, three very phenomenally deep. Uh, and, and Gishmak Mamarim to go through, which Mitzvah will go through at the end. But in, par- in the eleventh parak, in Parak Aleph, what he does is he discusses Asmadis Avoida, which means that, that a person's involved in Avoida constantly. That a person needs to realize that if you want to really get to anything that we've been discussing up until now, it doesn't happen in one shot. Like we spoke about in, in the previous program, it doesn't. A person can't wake up as in the Shama in one shot. But it also takes Asmadis Avoida. It takes that a person's involved in the Avoida constantly. Person wants to work on himself, person wants to be involved in something. Avoid is not something that a person does for a certain amount of time and then says, okay, I've reached the peak, I've reached the max, I'm done, I'm ready to settle down, I'm ready to retire. Person's involved in that avoid constantly, right? The Lava Trevor used to always say that there's no such thing as a yid retiring. The word retire is not doesn't it's not chaych for a yid. He doesn't retire. A yid could stop working nine to five, a yid could stop being involved in business, but he doesn't retire. The word retire is no shaykh, right? It doesn't it doesn't fit with the yid. Right, look at Reb Chaim, the, the asmodas avoida that Reb Chaim had. Aside from the aside from the amount of learning that he did, and aside from the, uh, the you know the amount of people that he sat with every day, and, and everything else that he did, Pasha, what he's talking about asmodas avoida, the fact that day in day out, right? Uh, I know what's going around. A few people sent to me over the past two, day or two what Reb Chaim's schedule was, how, how you know how much he learned every day, what he learned to go to Chatzos, and it was like a whole schedule starting from Chatzos all the way down until he went back to sleep. He spent this amount of hours with people. And this amount pages of Zayar, Kisveri, Gemara, Halacha, Shachan Aruch. You know, Mamish like a, a, a long set. As a smadis avoda, every day he sat down and he had a, he had a you know a schedule in front of him. What he needs to take care of. This safer, this safer, this safer, this safer, this avoda. This 
and a person works through that avoid of asmadis avoida, so you end up becoming Rabchaim Kanievsky. You end up becoming a gadol. You don't have to become the gadol there like Rabchaim and learning, but in whatever avoida you're trying to do, if there's asmadis avoida, the person says, okay, day in, day out, I'm going to work on this thing constantly. And I'll speak about that. There's ups and there's downs, and it's not, you're not always going to be at the top of the mountain. You're not always going to be in Yom Kippur. But when a person says, regardless of what day of the year it is, regardless of where I find myself, I'm involved in avoida, then a person is able to really be able to make real changes in their life. And that's the first thing that he's going to talk about in the parak is asmadis avoida, being involved in avoidas Hashem constantly. Saying that every day I'm involved in working, I'm actively, I'm an active participant in, the, in building a relationship with Hashem. The second one is asmadis avakasha, which is perhaps just as important or even more important, which is that I have a bikash constantly. Right? The only way I can have a smadis avoida, the only way I can be involved in working constantly is if I actually have a desire for, to work constantly. I can't be involved in a smadis avoida. I can't, I can't get to the level of working on my relationship constantly with Hashem if I don't actually have a bikash to have the relationship. So the second thing is a smadis avakasha, working on having a bikush for, for a relationship with Hashem, and not only having a relationship, but, but strengthening and growing that relationship as a person gets older. Right, again, going back to Reb Chaim, he had, he had the ability, probably at the age of, I don't know, you know 40, 50, to say he's gone through Kol Terakula, he knows it well, and he's good to go, he can settle down, right? Somebody sent me a picture also yesterday of, of the Svarim Shank of Svarim that Reb Chaim wrote. Right, either that he wrote or that were written from his Shubas, right? It's, it's, it's tens and tens of Svarim. On Yeshalmi and on Shubas and Maisa and, and Mamash on everything. Everything, but a Katsa, a Katsa. Mamash, you know, he has a Svarim on, on Musr, Svarim on Alacha, Svarim on Ashkafa, everything. Mamash, a, a Svarim Shank. He could have settled down at the age of 30, 40, 50 and said, listen, I've learned what I needed to do and I'm good to... Asmadis Abakasha means that I'm constantly looking for ways to improve myself. I'm constantly looking for ways that I can do more. Right? They say, I, don't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't verified this a thousand percent, but I think what he used to do is he used to finish Kol Terakula every year, and in Ibriyar, when he had the extra month, he used to write a Sefer every Ibriyar. I remember hearing when I was younger, I'm verified that every Ibriyar, there should be a Sefer coming out this year, if it's stuck, unless somebody was asking, someone says maybe he only did it after Purim, he did it from, you know, from, from Purim Katan to Purim, from, in the second month, I'm not sure exactly when he wrote the extra Sefer, when that extra month was, whatever it was, Asmadah Sabakasha, constantly looking and constantly desiring to, to get closer to the Rabbanisham, to make sure that my Avaidah is properly. So the first thing is Asmadah Sabakasha, being involved in Avaidah constantly, and the second thing, which is really the first thing, it's really the prerequisite for the, fir, for the first thing, is Asmadah Sabakasha, that I'm, I desire, I have a Bikash constantly, I'm constantly looking for ways to grow. Why you Davana Melech, you talk about Avram Avinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, people that ba'etzim had everything, but constantly, constantly looking, constant bakasha. Right? The Swarm said that when, when Avram Avinu, as the, the pinnacle, the, at the end of his life, and Avram Avinu gets a bris milah, which is the ultimate shlemus of Avram Avinu, he finally gets the bris milah. What does the Pasuk tell us? Avram Avinu, the Swarm say, even when he got the bris milah, even after everything, he had total shlemus, shlemus a guf, shlemus a nefesh, Avram Avinu wasn't lacking anything, he's sitting at the entrance, which means, Constant bikush. I'm, I'm only, I've only just begun the journey. I'm sitting at the entrance. I'm waiting to enter into the tent at the place called Ayomayid. That's a smadis abakasha. And the third thing, which is also crucial for, for a person's growth, is ashkafa meraimama. That a person has proper ashkafa. A person, it doesn't mean just stam ashkafa the way we do it, but a person has the ability to have ashkafa to look at himself and be able to have broad, a broad-minded perspective of what he's capable of. When a person limits himself, and he really spoke about this, really starting from Mamash, you know, the first words that he said in the Sefer, 
which is Ashrech and Ari Yisrael, he starts off the whole Sefer explaining to you what you're capable of. When a person recognizes wh- where he can get to, what he's capable of, if he has a smadis abakasha and a smadis avayda, then a person is able to use these three things together and be able to get far. The first thing is recognize what you're capable of. Recognize what it means. What it means that what it means that you're that you're a yid. What it means you have an asham inside of you. What it means to put on film. What it means to daven. What you're capable of reaching in this world. Set your goals, set your goals high, set your standards very high for yourself. Don't limit yourself to something small. Then because of that, once you recognize what you're capable of, you'll have a smadis abakasha, you'll desire more, you'll say, okay, if, if I can get there, that's what I want to get to, right? And, that, and that's again, you know, the, these stories that are going around about Rebchaim are not supposed to give a person chalisha sadas. Like, okay, if that's, you know, if, that, if that's what I'm supposed to be getting to, so I'm never, I'm never going to get there. Probably most of us won't get to Rebchaim. That's fine. It's not, it's, not, it's not supposed to give you a chalisha sadas. But what it does do for you is it shows you what a person, what a human is capable of, what a yid is capable of, that a yid is capable of reaching those, those heights. And Mimela, in my own life, I start pushing up the bar a little bit higher. And I say, okay, if that's what he was capable of, I'm probably capable of doing more than I think I'm capable of. And I push that up a little bit more. I have a shkafa meraimim. I, I, I raise up my own shkafas about myself and allow myself to be able to think be able to dream a little bit bigger for myself. I now desire more because I recognize that I could get more if I limit myself to just what I'm doing right now. So there's, there's no bikush, there's no desire. I'm not looking for anything else. I'm not looking for more to do. When a person recognizes what I'm capable of, I'm looking for more, I'm a male, then I get involved in the third one, which is a smadis avoid, which means I'm involved and avoid it constantly. I say, okay, if that's where I can get to, and that's what I want to get to, and that's what I desire to get to, now let me make sure that I'm actually putting in the work day in, day out to actually get to the goals that I set for myself. Those are the three, the three nikudis he's going to talk about in the 11th parak. Smadis avoid, smadis avakasha, vashkaf He'll take it the other way, not the way we're talking about that it goes a shkaf meremah, smadis avakasha, smadis avoid. He goes from a smadis avoid, smadis avakasha, and a shkaf meremah, he works the other way. We'll see, once a person has these three things, once a person sets goals for themselves, which are really high, once a person recognizes what he's capable of, desires that, really wants it, and works in it, we're capable of, we're capable of you know, rising, rising to places way, way higher than malachim. That, 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 that's, what, that's how it begins the parakinik. He says, I've, I've, I've made it clear to you, you're not just a regular person. And again, he's talking to high school kids over here, he's talking to kids in Masifta. And he's telling them, I'm letting you know, right? perhaps we who are even older need to hear this even more. Right? You're not just a regular, simple person in this world. You, the regular person, the simple yid, who's sitting and davening, not the guy who's you know, sitting in the, in the Mizrachvant and BMG, not the guy who's on the, you know, on the front, page, on front page of any magazines. You, the regular, simple, simple seemingly simple Yid. Are making Yechudim and Right, we spoke about in the last parak that every, every one of us has a Sviris al inside of him. The same Sviris which the Barnesham created the world. We have a, 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 a miniature model of that inside of ourselves. And therefore, everything's totally in you. When a person chalila is paygim and is midos and atzmecha, b'chalei chalei marim tifkam. Right, so you think of yourself as somebody insignificant and small. So the actions that I do don't make a difference. He says, first of all, when you do something wrong, you should know that it does make a difference. You're paygim and all the alamis. Like the nefesh Chaim tells us, every one of us chavel nachlas, Every one of us is a rope which is attached to the highest places higher than all the alamis and are down here in, in, in the lowest of all the alamis. And every action that we do shakes that rope. All the way, all the way, and all the alamis. Every one of the alamis is being shaken by every action that we do. all the way up. Which we're going to discuss the positive aspect of what we're capable of. 
It's cool to Sakin. You're not just being Misakin yourself. You're a little yid sitting somewhere in Lakewood or Jackson, some, you know, somebody by yourself, somebody that nobody in Shul knows. When you're, when you're being Misakin yourself, being Misakin all the Alamas, making Yechudim in all the Alamas, Vigam Atam Al Vigam Ato. And through you, you're, being, you're creating something called Aliyah Salamis. You're raising up, not just yourself, but you're raising up all of the worlds, and not just Olam Asi, raising up all of the worlds with you. Until you get to the love of the Malachi Asharis, are jealous of you. They're jealous of what you're capable of. What we're capable of in this world makes the Malachim jealous. The R of the Rabbani Shalom is shaykhin inside of a person. Tim Shechabam Teshakin has the ability to be shaykhin inside of a person to the level that makes them makes Allahum jealous. Rabbi Nachman talks about in the, the first Torah and the second Chalik of the Kutimran how, how a person has to be very careful because Malachim, as soon as a person starts working, Malachim get very, very jealous. Malachim say this is what he's capable, what a human's capable of is so much greater and so much higher and so much loftier than anything a Malach's capable of. And we realize, we start to, when we start to realize that and recognize that, what our kaychas are, everyone, every single one of us, it could be a four-year-old, it could be a 10-year-old, a 15-year-old, a 20-year-old, six-year-old, doesn't make a difference. Every single person has the ability to be able to not just raise himself, but to be able to raise up all the alumnus, every action that a person does, toiv, or on the contrary, mutav, has the ability to shake all the alumnus, all the alumnus, right? Like the, the Nefesh Chaim brings down in, in, in his peerage on, on um, Perky Elvis, and this is, it's brought down by, by Tamlid Al-Hashem, the same shot. That's in Obshat's Mamish Emes. When it says, when there's a Pshat brought from Tamidia, Bash and Tamidia, Gain, Mamish, the same exact, so they say, Mamish, come out word for word. They say, they say, Chazal say, Da malam alam amcha. Right? It's so a simple Pshat in the Taiches, and the Mishnah is, Da, you should know that the Rabbanisham is uh, on top of you, and the Rabbanisham is watching over you. But the Tamidia, Gain, and Tamidia, Bashem, Tavtaich, Da, you should know. And Da is always a lashon of not just knowledge, but real, real knowledge. You should, you should bake this into your bones, that you should really know and really believe this. Da, that Mashalamala. That which is taking place up there is b'cha. Da mashalamala b'cha. Da da ma. What's the last? I'm sorry. Da malamala mimcha. Mimcha. I said b'cha mimcha. Right. Da malamala mimcha. Know that everything that's taking place, the mal and all the alamis ayoyinim, is all taking place because of you. There's no malachim surah from chayis vefanai kodesh that are making the world shake. It's every one of us down here in olam asia. Every action that we do, da malamala. It's all mimcha. It's all taking place from us, huh? We're in the controls, exactly. We're in the con- they're, they're, they're making things happen when we, when we make the controls happen. We move, the, move in the right way, everything's taking place up here. Talmud Vasek, right? Beloved, beloved Talmud. You got all the way up until the 11th parash. He says, I hope, I hope, and I'm confident that you felt some sort of shini, some sort of change in yourself for the good. This is not... I'm not here at Stam to give speeches. I didn't create this safer Stam to be able to, you know, express my, uh, you know, my, my, my speeches, my greatest speeches. Rak la What's the purpose of the safer? Chayvus atalmidim la risecha to teach you ladas she ikra Torah the ikra of Torah v'tachlisech v'tachlisa atahu. You are the purpose of Torah. You are the tachlis of the world. Yisrael b'shvil Yisrael shenekarishis is referring to every single yid. It's kedai to create the whole world with all six thousand years for every single yid. Mehan vhi ikris she taase atah Yisrael amiti that you. Should become a Yisrael Amiti, a real Yid. Harbor Madragas Geshem Kedusha. There's many Madragas in Kedusha. The Achesmen, one of them, the Ikris, and that's the Ikr Madrag of all of Kedusha. 
Here Yisrael is a Yid. It's a Pashat Yid. It's the Neshama of a Yid. The purpose of the Sefer Chavis HaTalmidim is to make you, to allow you to become the Yid that you're really capable of becoming. Since you were Ma'ayin in our, in our words up until here. Not just, okay, it's an intellectual, you know, nice, nice Machshavas that he's saying over. It's not a Machshavas Sefer that he's not giving over deep ideas. You, you started working on that which he spoke about. Even though obviously we haven't reached the finish line yet, and we have Chavis Atamidim, and then afterwards comes the Shleishim Amarim, then Zachshar Savreichem, and this was another Sefer which never came out. Right? These, these are Sfarim which are taking place. It's the beginning, beginning of the Avodah. You're not going to get there in one, you know, in one shot. <laughs> he says a little bit later in the parak, but he's talking about uh, he's talking about something else. He, he writes, We're not trying to make a Navi from you. We're not trying to make a, a Baal Ruach Hakodesh. Then he puts in parentheses the Pamachas. <laughs> which means the goal of the Sefer is to get you all the way to Nevoah and to, to Ruch HaKai. He says, we're not trying to do that for you in one time, right? So he says, I understand, you didn't get to the tachlis of, you know, of all the swarm that I'm trying to, to bring you to the highest madragas. You didn't get that by You understand that you're not there yet. But he says, your leaves started becoming soft. You're slowly starting to reveal the inherent Kedusha inside of you. The Rabbanisham is happy. The little R that you're, that's shining in you. That little light that you feel like is so small and insignificant is shining all the way, not just in, not just in Aretz, shining all the way on, up in Shemayim. And he says an unbelievable mashal. He says, Yisrael nimshel kachavim. Which Chazal say already, right? Avram Avinu, the Rosh told Avram Avinu, he says an unbelievable zach. He says, What is a star? A star is in Shemayim and it shines its light on the Aretz. You're a star in this world and you're shining light all the way up to Shemayim. A star, a star begins its journey of light up there in Shemayim and shines down onto the earth. We're the opposite. Rekachem, which are shining from down here, we don't just shine in this world. We don't just light up this world. Our R goes all the way up to the Shemaim and as all the all the Rekiyam, it sh- shoots straight through. It's able to light light up all the all the Shemaim. What's the Iker? Shetizar, and this is, we'll begin talking about the Indian of Asmadis Avaida. Once you understand this, the Iker is, Shetizar, Shalait to Hei, Pesach Hashtay Seifen. You're not jumping on two places at once. Berega achat tispal v'diskarv la'yeshiv b'shemayim. One second you're flying all the way up to shemayim. You're taking a rocket ship all the way up to the kechavim. Berega sheni tipa chas v'shalom. The second second, and the, you know the second later, person's all the way down. Metachas arts v'shal tachdes. All the way down to shal tachdes. The shtusim levatol leitzanas levahayvelos. You're falling all the way down. Hein emes. He says obviously she'ev shaloi lachal adam lama tam madrigigavai. I'm not telling you that you have to climb to the climb all the way up to the top of the ladder and stay at the top of the ladder. Ev shaloi lachal echadlis b'chol yoy. You're not going to remain throughout the day at the same matzav that you're in when you're middle of shachras. But the same way you understand that it's impossible to remain on Rosh Hashanah and Kippur the whole year round, the, the Avaida is the post Yom Kippur, not to stay in that world of Yom Kippur, but to allow Yom Kippur to be able to shine its light onto the rest of the year. It's the same thing when it comes to davening. The Avaida is not to stay in davening. Avada person is not going to be able to stay in the same Adrega, you know, after Shachras as he was in Shachras. But the goal is, as part of a Asmadis Avaida is, I'm taking whatever Avaida I do during Shachras, and I'm going to allow it to spill over to the rest of my day. And the rest of my day is going to be a day which is the day of Avaida, a day which is a day of, of, of getting closer to the Rabbanisham, of recognizing that it's, it's, 
my avoider, whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm involved in, is all I'm shach of the avoider of shachras that I started. When I said derech shederech shederech ba by fear of anan. That avoider that you got Rosh Hashanim Kippur, a person has to be able to hold on to, even when you're not margish, those iris that you felt in Rosh Hashanim Kippur. If a person says, I'm only connected to Rosh Hashanim Kippur when I'm feeling what I felt in Rosh Hashanim Kippur, so then Rosh Hashanim Kippur is limited to the three days a year that it is, and it doesn't, doesn't change the rest of a year. What's, what's the avoid? I'm sorry, what, what's the avoid? The avoid is to recognize that I'm not going to be at that level constantly, but I can be in that place of a smothered avoid. I can take the avoid, what I felt in Rosh Hashanim Kippur, the Kabbalah that I made in Rosh Hashanim Kippur, and allow it to spill over to every single day of the year. You're not going to be always holding at the level you're feeling and the emotional and your emotions are, are, are on fire with, with getting close to the Rabbanishlam. You feel yourself sitting in the lap of Hashem. Connect yourself and allow yourself to be involved in those avoidance which are called the CS Toivos. The Kabbalists that you made when you are holding in a good place. And be able to hold on to them. And that's part of the beginning of Asmadis Avoida is to recognize that part of Asmadis Avoida is when I make Kabbalists myself. The, the point and the, this is the point of making Kabbalists is that Kabbalah is not that I'm saying, okay, right now I'm holding here and my Kabbalah is that I'm always going to be holding here and I want to stay here. The Kabbalah is that I know I'm not going to always be holding here. I know that the reality is that after Shachas, after Yom Kippur, after Sukkot, I'm going to, I'm going to go through you read this, but Hasmadus Avoidah means I'm going to hold on to my Avoidah even when I'm not feeling that level that I felt in Rosh Hashanah Kippur. That even when I'm, when I'm stuck, you know, somewhere deep into Teves, I'm deep in, you know, deep into, you know, deep into the winter and I don't feel that, that aura of Rosh Hashanah Kippur Sukkot, but I'm holding on to that Avoidah that I felt in and Hasmadus Avoidah day in, day out. And then when I come to a Hanukkah, I say, okay, now prepare for a Hanukkah because from Sukkot all the way to Hanukkah, I wasn't holding at the same level that it was on at Sukkot, but I kept on. I held on to the Indian of Avoidah. I was working constantly. I made it to Hanukkah. And then from Hanukkah to Purim, I'm working constantly. I smudged this Avoidah, taking the Aragonas of Hanukkah day in, day out, again and again, making a Kabbalah, doing something which happens constantly, make it to Purim, Purim to Pesach. A person works in that way throughout his day, throughout his months, throughout his years, where it's a smudged Avoidah, working constantly. Being involved in a smothers avoida, that a person has the ability to then get to the place where it says, "Okay, now I have the ability to actually get to those goals that I want." And that's one of the things that we, uh, I know, I for sure struggle with this, and many people, many, I know, many people struggle with this, is that a person gets involved in a certain avoida and you try to do something, and it says, "Okay, like you know, I want to be macabre on myself, something, I want to do a new limud or something like this," but it falls apart after two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, and and and. If a person doesn't have that smothered savoid, you don't see real change. One of the challenges is that you make a Kabbalah. You know, you decide you're going to learn something. You're going to daven. You're going to do whatever Kabbalah it is. And you do it for two, three weeks, and you're not seeing real change. You're not seeing the things happen. So you say, okay, so, you know, maybe I'll do something else. Maybe I'll learn something else. I'll be involved in something else. I'll, you know, try something else. Unless a person has a smothered savoid, in the avoida that you're doing for a serious amount of time, you're not going to see change. The whole change comes because you overcome those challenges. You overcome those days when it's not feeling gishmak. You say, I'm putting in the work, even though it's not going. I'm putting it in day in, day out, day in, day out. You do it for a serious amount of time, serious tekufa, then that avoid of a smudge avoid that starts to make a real change. Now you're able to see that, okay, it's, 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 it's a culmination, right? To have something in, uh, in, in investing. What's it called where you have a... Uh, compile. Huh? Compile. Yeah, compile. What's it called? Interesting. Interesting. Compound, compounding. Compounding, right? Compounding. What is comp... 
the whole idea of compounding and in, in investing means that what, what, what's compounding? You're not going to see big. You're not going to see big. You know, payouts right away. It's slowly. It's compounding slowly and slowly and slowly. If I'm involved constantly, if I'm constantly investing and pulling out, investing and pulling out, you, you don't compound that way. You don't make serious money that way. Part of it is if a person has the ability to be able to say, okay, I'm going to invest money. And my, I'm not making kids chasanas for the next ten years, and slowly over the next ten years, I'm going to see real, you know, real pay risk come from the money. Then you have the ability to make serious money. It's when a person, you know, is constantly looking for the quick cash right away that that's where a person doesn't have the ability to actually make real change. It's the same thing in Avodas Hashem. It's, it, it doesn't happen immediately. It doesn't happen. It's not a quick fix, but it's a smadas avoda. So okay, this is what I want to work on day in day out. I'm going to be involved in it day in day out. Work in it. Make it. Make it. You know, make a chart for yourself. Make something for yourself. But figure out how to be involved in a smadas avoda. And then get to the place where he's actually able to see real, you know, real changes take place. And that's uh, Nachman used to say that when he was makabal on himself to do a new limud or a new avoida. So many, many times what happens is immediately the Yitzhara comes and says, okay, you know, you're makabal on yourself to do daf yaymi. Why not? Why don't you do amad yaymi? Like two weeks into daf yaymi, you know, you start by chagiga and then you get into yavamas and you're like, what in the world was I thinking? It was such a bad idea. You know, let me switch. Daf yaymi is not for me. Let me do amad yaymi. Or you do amad yaymi and it says, you know, maybe I should do daf shavua. And then you do that, maybe I should do Mishnabura, Ahmed Yaimi. By the time you finish, you know, jumping from, from you know, Limud to Limud, you know, it's 10 years later and you have like, you know, the first five, first five pages of the Fiyami take, you know, done well. You have the Psich of Msil Sisharim, Psich of Chafetz Chaim, you know, all the Psichas from all the Svarim, and you haven't gotten past any of the Psichas because every time you start something, you say, okay, I'm going to do Chafetz Chaim Yaimi, I'm going to do Mishnabura Yaimi, I'm going to do, you know, Ahmed Yaimi. And then, you know, what happens is you, you jump from thing to thing. It's Asmada Savaydu. When a person says, okay, I'm going to do something, Nachman said, the Babulam come right away. He was on himself to do a certain limit, a certain Avaida. Babulam come, he said, I, I told myself that no matter what, for a few months I'm going to continue with this. Even when it gets hard, even when it gets difficult, even when it feels like, okay, I should switch. This is, stay with it for a few months. Wait till you see that compounding effect. Wait till you see real change take place. And if after you know, five, six months, you say, okay, listen, I put in the real work. Uh, I, I put in real avoida and I still see that it wasn't Kadai, okay, then you have the ability to switch. Then you could say, maybe it's not for me, maybe I should try something else. But it takes time, it takes a smother's avoida. person to say, day in, day out, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be involved in that avoida, even when I'm not holding any kipper, but I don't feel that are, nevertheless, I'm gonna stay strong, I'm gonna hold on and recognize what I'm capable of. And then a person is able to get to that, pl- that place of Asmadis Avoida. The next time we're next week we'll discuss the Indian of Asmadis, Asmadis Abakasha, the constant beakish that he needs in his life. Shekhar.